If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the last few days of December 2019 and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And the year is almost over. It's almost time to hit the switch on a new year, which means new stuff is right around the corner. But before we get to that point, we're eager to be judge and jury on what this year delivered because we were there for the occasion. We've seen a good number of phones in 2019 and from a variety of manufacturers. Australia didn't just get the usual suspects this year, as a few new brands joined the likes of Apple, Samsung and LG, Motorola, Oppo, Huawei, and others. We saw new brands Realme, Vivo, Mint, Xiaomi, and Aspira launching five phone companies to Australia, while Asus returned to the Australian market and Sony left. And regardless of who we saw phones from this year, the focus was clear, with a pretty obvious emphasis on cameras and battery life in the high end, while the mid-range was where most of the action was. In the mid-range, that value area, the action took place in the $400 to $700 part of the market, where players, including Oppo, Samsung, Motorola, Nokia and Huawei regularly play, and where those new brands tried their hands as well. Yet there was one phone that truly stood out, and it was pretty much agreed upon by reviewers across Australia, the Google Pixel 3a. While the Oppo Reno Z provided another solid mid-range option, the Pixel 3a took the win, delivering a good day and a half of battery life for around $649, and a single camera that performs better than many of the multi-camera phones. My mid-range phone of the year is easily the Google Pixel 3a. It single-handedly redefined our expectations of what a budget smartphone can be thanks to its flagship-grade camera. It may not be as pretty as a top-tier device, but otherwise, it feels like it makes very few compromises in keeping costs down. That's Alex Horace from Whistle Out, who rated the Pixel 3a as the best in that category for 2019, a decision we agree with. The Pixel 3a is a bit of a new move for Google, which basically made a slightly lower power version of the Pixel 3, but with the same excellent camera. While it lacked water resistance and wireless charging, it was enough of a Pixel to make a difference, and for a price that virtually everyone agreed on, including Vertical Hold's Alex Kidman. Well, in the mid-range space, there's really no argument. It's the Google Pixel 3a by a landslide. Great little phone, good price, good camera, great performance, nice clean interface, does everything you want. And there's even a pretty good argument. You could say that the 3a is actually the best flagship phone of the year as well. I think I probably prefer it to Pixel 4 from a value-for-money perspective and feature perspective too. Over in the premium space, there were quite a few contenders. Samsung's Galaxy Note 10 Plus delivered one of the better screens with a tiny hole up top for the camera, while the Galaxy Fold was the first foldable phone in Australia, and not bad either, just expensive. Oppo has a pretty cool 5G phone, the Reno, while the Huawei P30 Pro still has one of the best cameras of any phone today. Huawei has a few problems, such as a big question mark, with regards to whether it will ever see a new version of Android thanks to trade issues with the US government, which is blocking Google from working with Huawei. But despite all this, there was a phone that clearly stood out, and it's a bit of a change, as the iPhone returns to the top spot. While last year saw Huawei clinch the best phone, the top-tier iPhone 11 Pro Max is the phone to look for, delivering a refined experience that brings together a best-in-class camera, excellent battery life, and solid performance in a phone that's easy to fall in love with and a choice reviewers seem pretty much aligned on. my recommendation there would be the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Not a cheap phone by any stretch of the imagination, but very much a complete package, and that includes battery life for the first time in a very long time in an iPhone. My high-end phone of the year is the iPhone 11 Pro. The iPhone 11 Pro may not reinvent the wheel, but Apple made improvements where it mattered, namely camera and battery. That gives Google and Apple the best phone spots for the year, but if neither of those grab you, what do you have to look forward to next year? 
Well, it seems like foldables and experimentation is where you should be looking, with newer form factors and more folding designs on the way. There's little doubt we'll see improvements to cameras yet again, but reviewers are hoping for more movement across the board. In terms of what I want to see in 2020, more foldables, more innovation, more people doing clever things that go beyond the, oh, look, we gave it a silly design because we felt like we could. In Australia, that could kick off as early as CES next month, though the year's new tech show is often focused on everything but phones. Instead, you might want to wait until late February when Mobile World Congress lifts the lid on new phones. That's not very far, but still far enough, and we'll be here to report on everything new in the phone world and more in the meantime. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, a Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find a new show every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Listener.